Brookfield Boys, Part 5, First Meeting. My mother gets home about 4 o'clock. She usually showers, gives us instructions that we never listen to, tells us she's going over to her boyfriend's house every Wednesday like clockwork. Her boyfriend, Jim, you know, the mafia guy. And then she leaves all that done by five, one hour. So I figured 5.30 would be safe. She's gone for a half hour. And we can bring the keg in and set up the table to collect the money, and everything will be perfect. Shut it down by 9 and have some of the girls that were there help clean up, pine saw everything in the basement, and nobody would be the wiser. This was my plan. Well... So we're going to go down to the basement. 12 or 13 steps going down. Obviously painted gray. To one of those plastic or whatever you call those commercial tiles that are glued down to the floor. Ugly gray. Just like the banisters and the stairs. The people before us, if you look straight ahead, they built a bar at the far wall. You're still at the bottom step now. You look to the right, and there's a washer and dryer, and then a back door that leads up five steps to the backyard. One of those things where you open up the two doors, and it lets you in. Okay, you've seen them on barnyards and whatnot. Okay, let's go back to the bottom step again. Down the middle of the basement, there's a knee wall. So if there was a big party there before we got there, you could lean on this thing. You get it? Okay. And so, but to the left, there was a door entrance and then the knee wall. So, in other words, it made it like two rooms. One was the bar and the other was to dance or whatever. Oh, it probably had a pool table. You know, something like that, and dance. It was a big place. Well, for us it was. Anyway, so 500, 600 square feet down there. It was pretty big. Now that I think of it, think back, that's probably what is a plenty room for a nice pool table and a dance. 
Well, for us, we were so poor that nothing was down there. Nothing but the washer and dryer. That's it. Oh, wait a minute. I found a couch, and that's in the pool room. We'll call that the pool room. Found the garbage picking, and we brought it home and put it up against the wall where on one side of the knee wall is the bar and the other side of the knee wall is the couch. Okay, that's it. My mother, like I said, left around 5 o'clock on the dot. At 5.15, I started getting calls. Is she gone yet? Is she gone? I said, come on. She's gone. Let's go. Party. I mean, meeting. (laughs) Boy. Anyways, I tried to break it up uh, so that we didn't have a hundred people showing up at once, you know, so I broke them up in 15 minute intervals. So only 50, 15 minutes and 50 in the other 15 minutes. And so both side of the street started filling up on the curb with cars But nobody caught on. I made sure I told everybody, you better be quiet. I don't want to hear a peep out of any of you. This is my house. And, you know, if we're going to do this every week, we're going to have to keep quiet till we get in the basement. Then I don't care. Once you're in the basement, it's okay. A lot of those people have never been to my house. It wasn't nothing special at all, but it was our house. Pinner and Emmett were directing traffic. They were the bouncers, and believe me, they were good. I was downstairs showing Bill where it's going to go every week. Put the table here, put uh, the keg there. I put it closest to the sump pump in case anybody spilled. We can just squeeze it out there and put some pine saw in there, send it out to the yard, and nobody be the wiser. Everyone in Chicago has, and Chicago land area, has a sump pump. The water table is only four feet. So that's why they're going off all the time. Simon said, I need to talk to you when you get a chance, D. Man, dude, this ain't the time for that. Help us. He was so small, people didn't notice him. when he, And he didn't want to be noticed. You know, that's why I picked him. Well... One of the reasons, anyways, I want you to go outside. When they get out of their cars, I want you to show them where to go. They're going in my front door and even direct some into the side door to break it up. You know what I mean? To be quiet, not a word till they get in the basement. It went off like a hitch, without a hitch. It was amazing. A hundred people 
Now picture that in this small, say, 500-square-foot basement, okay? Bill had his geek there taking all the money. I told Bill on the sly, when you get a certain amount and you know you're safe, I want you to take out my 100 and go up into my room without anybody seeing you and just stick it under my pillow. All right, bro, I got you, D. I got this. Gigi, my sister, and Todd was there too, and Penny was there. And Chicky, she went with my mom to go see her father, Jim. The only person we had there, the only problem we had was there was only one bathroom. <laughs> and it, was, it wasn't down there. It was upstairs. So Gigi was going to be the monitor of that. And believe me, Gigi's one tough tomato. I used her as my dummy for years. And believe me, she is bad, a bad woman. I wouldn't want to fight. She knocked out my tooth once in uh, fifth grade. And they had to shove it up back there, and I had to wear this acrylic plate for like three months, and it took, thank God. But with an overhand right, she just belted me right in the mouth. Anyways, I'm digressing. It was about 5.50 p.m. So Gigi comes running down the stairs. Mom's home, mom's home, mom's home. What I said, mom's home. Okay, everyone quiet. My mom came home for whatever reason. Emmett, Pinner, everyone has to be quiet. Whatever it takes, she's going to, she came for something, I don't know what it is, and then she's going to leave. We're going to have to be quiet for 10 or 15 minutes. If anybody talks, Emmett, Pinner, kick their ass. I went upstairs as fast as I could. I mean, I was missing steps. I could get up there. Gigi was already up there. And right when I closed the basement door, the front door opened. I turned my head and said, Oh, man, Gigi, what'd you do, drink all the milk? And walked into the front room. Mom, what are you doing here? I thought you were over at Jim's. Ah, I forgot something Jim wanted me to bring. So where's Chicky? She's in the car. I'm only going to be a second. Everyone could hear us talking. The walls were that thin. And I said, so you drove all the way back here to get it? Well, I didn't want to hear him bitching. Well, that makes sense, Ma. And... um. She said, what the hell are all those cars out there? Gigi's so smart. She turned the TV down, and I think it was Gilligan's Island. I don't know. 
and it was like a little loud at first, and she turned it down and said, uh, Mom, I did this. I turned it down because I know you're going to say, turn down that idiot box, and you should have watched. You shouldn't watch all that stupid stuff. Gigi did exactly what Mom asked. Now, Mom should have known right that something was wrong because Gigi would never have allowed that kind of stuff, you know. And then she would, Gigi would have had an argument with her for 15 minutes. Nice, Gigi, nice. So I sat there with Gigi. We were cool as cucumbers. And Mom found what she needed in the room and said, Okay, guys, don't get in trouble. Oh, yeah, Ma, we're watching TV. Don't play it too loud, Mom said. She opened the door and said, Man, there's a lot of cars out here. Oh, it's those two girls across the street, Gigi said. Their mom isn't home. And I think they're having a party, Mom. I don't want you over there, Gigi. There's nothing. Those girls are nothing but trouble. They're going to get in trouble, those two girls. Mom, look at me. I'm sitting here watching Gilligan's Island. I'm not going over there. I promise I won't go over there, okay? I didn't... Even like those girls, Gigi said. Okay, I love you guys. We love you too, Ma. She pulled away. Gigi, I love you. You were perfect. Thanks, man, Gigi said. I opened up the basement door. There were my two guard dogs looking at those hundred people like, I dare you to say something. I just want to kick some butt. I dare you. I picked the right guys. It was the coolest thing I ever saw. A hundred people quiet as mice. Quieter, you know. Okay, she's gone. Man, the roar that came up from that basement. Woo, you know. I got to take up, you know. And someone's running up. Uh, me too. I got to, you know, and they, they were terrified of us. You know, we were still like wild Indians, but now we were older. And the one side had kids that went to the same uh, high school as we did. You know, and the word got around fast at the high school, and they were geeks. And honest to good, they kept their kids away from us. I don't know why. <laughs> and they were honest, those kids were terrified of us. No kidding. And, you know, we were just normal <laughs> Indians, right? <sighs> I didn't mind. I honestly didn't want to be friends with someone that lived that close. 
he would know too much about my comings and goings. You know what I mean? The meeting went off without a hitch. We actually had a hundred, a hundred and five, uh, when a bill. So Bill told the truth, and he winked at me when he read it. And Simon came over to me and said, I need to talk to you now, D. I said, yeah, man, what's up? I was kind of stressed out before. And I said, yeah, you guys played that off. Cool. What's up, man? I found 10 guys that want to join are they geeks? Some are. Some are regular guys that heard about us. Have you vetted them? I don't know what that means. That means I want you to check them out and make sure they aren't jocks. Remember, I just got out of the service, so I know all these service words just like a now I know all these medical words okay I know what you're looking for D no Simon what you're looking for I want you to I want uh, one on Friday and one on Saturday there's two parties I found out about Good job, man. Go tell Bill when there's parties. And you're going to report to him from now on. Do you see how this party line will work? Oh, man, do I? I'll have it done by next week. Let's say you didn't find out till Thursday night. We would use that party line and we'd be there on Friday. We're almost done with it. Man, awesome, Simon. And I slapped him on the shoulder and I said, I knew I picked the right man for this job, bro. By next meeting, okay, for sure, D. I said, good job, man, good job. I'm proud of you, man. I knew, I knew he would do it. Thanks, D, he said. Now let's go tell Bill and make the announcement. You have the addresses, right? I do right here. Go get her done, son. Hey, Ma, please be quiet. I'm trying to do a podcast down here.